Alright, hello guys. And welcome back to Movie, Movie Bitches. Bitches. So, some of you guys are complaining about <laughs> the way we were making our podcast. So, the first episode. Yes. You guys were like, yeah, we didn't really like it, so could you do it this way? So, here we go. So We're doing it that way. <laughs> the way we're doing it is we're going to be talking about the movie that we watched already instead of like watching it in real time, which, I mean, if it's not as funny, we are so sorry because... This is what you guys wanted. Yeah. We're going to be talking about the movie Pretty Little Stalker. Or on IMBD, it was called The Danger of Positive Thinking, which I don't understand why the movie title was changed. Yeah, there's only like one one link that says that, but... Also, this movie has 3.2 stars out of 10 on IMBD. It wasn't even reviewed by Rotten Tomatoes because... It was that bad. It came out in 2019, so yeah. it should have been reviewed by now. It reminds me of like a um, a Lifetime movie. Yeah, type Hallmark, thing. Lifetime, whatever you want to call. Um, so the main characters are Lorna. She's the mother. Then there's Mark, who's her son. Harry, who is Lorna's husband. Bridget, who is Mark's girlfriend. And Mallory, who is the antagonist. So Lorna is a self-help writer. And in the beginning of the movie, it shows this wife reading her book and asking her husband to come in the room, and then she tells him that she wants a divorce. And he's like, oh, you've been reading? And then he pulls out a shotgun. I don't know where to. I don't know where the fuck he pulled that shotgun from. Nope, no idea. And then he proceeds to shoot her and then shoot himself. Yeah, just because she wanted a divorce. And as of our last podcast said, men are trash, and this proves my point. Cut to the next scene where Lorna is at a book signing and this really, really bitchy lady comes up to her and she's like... She's a blog. Oh yeah, she has a blog. And the exact quote she says to her is, Do we really need a parenting book from someone on their second marriage? Because Lorna's next book she wants to write about as a parenting book. And it's like, what does that have to do with anybody being a good parent? You yeah, know? exactly. Um, and then it shows for like a second some girl in line that looks really suspicious. And then the next one, like the next uh, scene, they introduce Mark and his girlfriend Bridget. They seem to be happy. And then Mark tries to make a move on fucking Bridget. And then Bridget slaps his hand like some kind of like stupid Disney Channel movie or something. She is from Ant Farm. She is. But it's like, they're almost 18 and she won't. I mean, and her mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at that age, I was already, you know. Same. Lorna gets Mark some tickets for the U.S. Open, which neither one of us know what that is. And I didn't want to look it up, so... And then later that night, the family goes to a restaurant called Le, Le Mou. <laughs> <laughs> the the Mou? <laughs> Not even like the cow. And then the mom goes to the bathroom and when she's, like, washing her hands, some girl comes in crying. Who the girl was, the girl who was standing in the line that looks suspicious. Yeah. But uh, she didn't know that at the No, time. she didn't know that. She's, like, tells her a line from her book, and then she's, like, oh, my goodness, thank you so much. And then the girl takes Lorna's phone, but Lorna doesn't know that. And she doesn't figure that out until, like, the next day, which I think is crazy. It's, like, you're a book writer, and your publisher's not constantly messaging you. And then that night... When they're all getting ready for bed, a drone appears outside of Lorna's fucking window. And she's like, what the fuck? So she, like, wakes up Harry. And Harry goes outside looking for the drone. And then someone comes up to him and knocks him out. (laughs) I don't understand. And then the next day, they have a pool party. Yeah. (laughs) 
he he like spent a couple hours in the hospital and then they just sent him home the girl from the signing and from the uh bathroom shows up but she shows up outside riding her bike and mark is taking out the trash and he sees her and then she pretends to fall off her bike so that he'll help her and so he he's like hey come into the party with me so they go into the party and his girlfriend is like what the fuck who is this girl who the hell is this girl and he's like oh uh her name's mallory she was outside and so he ditches his girlfriend for mallory and then at this time um Lorna and Mallory get introduced, and then Mallory gives her a phone and is like, Hey, I found this in the bathroom. I think this is yours, which I don't understand how that happened if it was like in her fucking purse. Yeah. Yeah, and Lorna is so thankful. And then Mallory goes inside the house and is like looking around, which I don't remember that part. Yeah, it was uh after Lorna comes up to Mark and was like, Hey, you're ditching Bridget. Like, you should apologize to her. And then so they apologize, they make up, and then Mallory is like looking at them like all like salty and then walks into the house and like looks around the fucking house and then cut to the next day Mallory tries to hit Bridget with the car because Bridget Bridget is running and then she's like speeding up and then yeah Bridget is running and then Mallory's like speeding up in her car and then uh, Bridget like turns a corner and some guy was like you almost hit uh Bridget what the fuck come out of the car Mallory like pulls back and then literally fucking rams her car into the sky, which I don't know why the fuck he didn't move out of the way. Yeah, but that was Harry's best friend. And, and he dies. Yeah. And then Lorna is now trying to figure out how to start her next book. And she hears Mark and somebody else in the kitchen, like, laughing. So she goes down there and Mark and Mallory are in the kitchen cutting up watermelon. And at this point, Mark is still dating Bridget, but he invites her to dinner that night. He invites Mallory. And at dinner, Mark gets a text from Bridget and then completely ignores it and says that it was his friend Greg or something like that. Yeah. And then when Mallory says that her parents abandoned her at a young age. Yeah. um, And that she lives like down the street with her family. So I don't understand who is taking care of her. Since she's supposed to be a teenager. Yeah. Even though she looks 37. She looks so old. And then Mark looks like he's like 16. Does he really? Because I felt like he looked a little bit older. And then that's when Lorna mentions that she doesn't know how to swim. And then when they're leaving, Mark and Mallory start making out. And the mom is like watching them from the doorway. Yeah, what the fuck? But then she turns around to like i guess give them privacy and then you see mallory grab mark's keys from his pocket Mm -hmm. and then mallory comes back when everybody else is asleep and then bridget and mark break up yeah bridget comes to the house and like asks to see mark and then she goes upstairs and then she comes out crying and slams the door and then lorna goes upstairs to like talk to mark about it and then he's like playing his vr headset (laughs) and ignoring her so she like snatches it off his head and Mark is like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then she, like, gives Mark a strict talking. And by strict talking, I mean, like, white people strict talking of, like, oh, you're a bad kid. Okay. <laughs> you can't really punish your son for breaking up with somebody. I know, but, like, the reason why he did it, she knows the reason. <laughs> and then... Oh, you can't it? punish your kid for breaking up with his girlfriend, but you can't punish your kid for treating women like shit. Yes. Okay, so Mallory and Mark make out in the backyard that night and the mom like sees it happening and she just like stares at them and then goes downstairs and waits for mark to come inside and when he 
does, he tells her that he wants to go to the U.S. Open with Mallory, even though he was supposed to go with his mom. Which is kind of fucked up, honestly. Yeah, it's like she bought you the tickets, you, you know, you could just go go with her if she really wanted to go. Like, if she's okay with you going with your girlfriend or whatever, then that's fine, but... But she was obviously hurt. Yeah. And then a drone appears at these random people's house, and Mallory kills them. She kills the couple. She, like, gets inside their house, just fucking kills them. And then Lorna is at a meeting the next day for her book, and is this where... No, they're just discussing, like, what's gonna be happening in the new book and how soon she can have it finished. And so the meeting ends, and then... She walks outside and sees something on her windshield. And it's her book. It's ripped in half with the word bitch on it, on her face. And she, like, looks around to see, like, if anybody's around. And then she gets into her car because she doesn't see anyone. And she drives off. And then it shows that Mallory was literally sitting in the car next to her. Which but, I like, don't fucking know down. how you didn't see her. Like, she's, uh, she's laying down, but you could still fucking see somebody. If you're standing up and you're fucking, like, outside of the car, you can see someone laying down in the car. Yeah. So then Mark is at his tennis game, and Mallory was there, and he went and hugged his family, and then, I guess, did he hug Mallory? Because I feel like maybe he didn't. No, he uh, he hugged his friends, and then, but, like, during the game, Mallory was asking that girl, one of his friends, so I was like, have you and Mark ever, like, oh, dated? Yeah. And she, like, just seems jealous of his friends. But his friend was like, no, I'm gay. And so she's like, oh... And then when Mark gets out of his tennis game, she, like, walks away, like, all irritated. And Mark is like, uh, okay. So he, like, walks up to her and she's like, they clearly don't like me. They clearly don't want me here. And he was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, you, they obviously want you to be with Bridget. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then Lorna, during the game, says that she thinks she has a stalker because of the book on her windshield. And then, um, Harry was like, don't worry, I'm, I'm here for you. And, you know manly man coming to the rescue being a good husband yes and then later that night mallory shows up at mark's house and they're in the backyard drinking and they're playing a game called tit for tat basically like every shot you take you have to take off an item of clothing but apparently socks don't count which i don't get that socks should count that's an item of clothing i just don't get how you play that game it's like just don't drink i guess i don't know I think it's a dumb game. The mom hears them and she like goes outside and is like, what do you think you're doing? You can't be drinking. And Mark and Mallory are like, leave us alone. And then she tells Mark to go inside and tells Mallory she needs to go home. And then Mallory tells Lorna that her books are dangerous. And she's like basically walking up to her to the point where like Lorna keeps having to walk backwards and she almost falls into the pool. I can remember Lorna can't swim so that's an issue <gasps> and she tells uh harry that mallory is no longer allowed in the house and then mark and lorna have a fight because he's grounded and then the drone appears again which i don't I, I don't know like this drone appears at, like random times yeah the drone just shows up and it doesn't really show us like it has a camera attached to it but it doesn't show us like what she or they are watching yeah so the next day lorna is getting balloons for her son because it's his 18th birthday in like a couple days and she walks past this restaurant and she sees Harry and Mallory sitting down having lunch. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? And they're like, oh, we were just talking. And she's like, Harry okay. was just telling me like about how he used to drink when he was my age and stuff like that. Yeah, of legal age. Because <laughs> she's 32. <laughs> <laughs> so then it cut to later that night and Mark moves out. 
and he's supposed to go to his dad's and his, his mom like tries to stop him and he's like well i'm 18 now so you can't tell me what to do and so he was supposed to go move in with his dad and then apparently his dad turns him down and is like no you're not coming to live here and he doesn't tell his mom and so he like moves in with mallory and they get to her house and she lives like in the neighborhood Oh, in the beginning of the story, like, of the movie, she was like, oh, I wish I had a house like you guys, because, like, their house is, like, really, really big and nice, but the house that she lives in, air quotes, looks exactly like their house. Yeah, and then, so, they're inside her house, and she's like, do you want to see my parents' bedroom? And he's like, uh, sure. So, they go upstairs, and when she opens up the fucking bedroom door, the two dead people are laying on the bed, like, over each other, and he's like, what the hell? So she comes up behind him and knocks him out. The next day, <laughs> Lorna has, like, the official meeting for her book. And so she uh, she's getting ready for the meeting. And she, she comes in late, too, so they're already irritated. And then she's going through her computer, and apparently she doesn't have, like, the book on her computer. I'm assuming that Mallory might have deleted it or something when she's sneaking into the house when everyone's asleep, like a fucking weirdo. Um, <laughs> the meeting gets canceled, and the publisher, like, yells at her. And then one of the fucking people was like, I've never seen someone so unprofessional in my years of doing this. And it's just like kind of overdramatic. Yeah. And then her publisher was like, you look like a mess. And she <laughs> she literally doesn't look bad. Like, I don't know. The only thing is she doesn't have eyeshadow on. Yeah. That's the that's, only thing. That's another thing. She sleeps with her makeup on. Yeah. She sleeps with like fucking dark, dark ass makeup on. And she Full wakes face. up like with her makeup done. But then she like takes it off in the morning and like does her makeup again. I don't understand. Yeah, I guess. So then Lorna goes outside because she's like going home because they tell her you need to just go home. When she gets out there, Mallory walks up to her car and Lorna's like slaps her across the face mallory just like looks at her and is like here's the restraining order that me and your son signed so you can't come near us so she's like what and she realizes because she sees mallory's signature that her name is not mallory ford her name is mallory ford conway which conway is the last name of the the man who shot his wife and then himself and then there's a flashback of mallory seeing her parents dead bodies and lorna's book on the bed yeah, Mark wakes up, like, I'm assuming, like, that night, and he is tied to a chair. Then Mallory's, like, in her fucking dad's mom wedding dress, which, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, I don't know why she's wearing the wedding dress, like, if it's supposed to be, like, a simple or something. Or, I don't I know. I think it's because the wedding dress was on the bed. Yeah, but, it's like, why are you wearing it? I don't know. <laughs> and then Lorna comes to the rescue and, like, almost gets shot, and they fight. She pushes, Lorna and Mallory. She, yeah, they, she pushes Mallory, Mallory pushes back, and then Lorna shoots Mallory, and Mallory dramatically falls to the floor. While uh, Lorna is trying to get Mark untied, Mallory grabs the gun, but then all of a sudden fucking Harry comes out of nowhere <laughs> and hits Mallory with a baseball bat. And the ambulance come and take Mallory. And then, like, flash forward to, like, I don't know, a month later. Six. Six months later, oh. I think it said. Yeah, six months later. Lorna's new book is out, and it's called It's Not Your Fault. <laughs> and it shows that Mark and Bridget are back together. And the ending is they have a pool party and they're just like really shittily dancing. White people dancing. And Mark and uh, Bridget are dancing together. And then Harry and Lorna are watching them and they high five. And that was the ending. That's the end of the movie. Okay, so this whole movie was just a mess. Yeah, it was a, a bad movie. Honestly, it was super confusing. Like watching all this. 
It was probably more confusing for you guys. We had to go through shit that we don't remember because we watched this movie like two weeks ago. Yeah. Let's discuss like our favorite parts and our least favorite parts. What makes you think I have a favorite part of this movie? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are your least favorite parts? My least favorite part would have to be every time the mom saw Mark and Mallory doing something and she just like would watch. Like, I don't understand that. Like, why are you just watching? Like, either, like, stop them because you're uncomfortable or look away. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't get that. It gave me, like, a really weird feeling. Like, why the fuck are you watching your son make out with his girlfriend? Yeah. What was your favorite part? I think my favorite part... (laughs) My favorite part was the beginning. The beginning when the husband's shot. Yeah, because that set... that, That was more... That was more interesting than the whole movie was honestly what was your favorite part i think that my favorite part was probably i just for some reason the name lemu just cannot get out of my head yeah that fucking who named that restaurant lemu and if it's real let us know yeah i want to go because when we start doing these live for a live audience we're going to (laughs) lemu we're going there what was your least favorite part the dancing at the end. The ending really made me mad. I just, I can't. It really irritated me. I don't know why they were high-fiving. It made no sense to me. They're just, I don't know. The fact that they keep watching, like, the son do stuff with his girlfriends, like, is really uncomfortable. Yeah. What would you rate this movie out of ten? Two. <laughs> I'll give it a one and a half. I can't, I can't recommend this movie to anybody. Um, yeah, also, I... I still want to know why the movie title was changed on IMBD because, like, what was it? What was it? It's in the book. The Danger of Positive Thinking was the original movie title. I think that's because that was the book name. Was it the book? Was this a book no, or like no, her no, no. book? Her. Oh, maybe. Oh no, no. I think her book title was like called Positive Thinking or like something similar to that. So I think they were trying to play off of. The dangers of positive thinking. Or the dangers of reading. You're reading again? (laughs) Yeah. I think that the title is pretty little stalker. I don't know if it really makes sense. I mean, like, it does, but... I get it, but, like, I expected, like, from Pretty Little Stalker for her to be obsessed with Lorna. Not, like... Not, like, showing us her showing up. Like, I was expecting to see why she was stalking them. And her stalking them for a long time. Yeah. Not just a couple of days worth of, like, getting into her house and meeting her son. It's like... I don't know. I expected it to be, like, her being super upset to Lorna and, like, loving her so much and, like, only wanting her to be oh, part of her yeah, life. Because that would true. make more sense. That that would make more sense. Because it's just, like, she just... She hated Lorna and wanted, like, her whole life to fail, which just doesn't make sense with the word stalker because when you think of a stalker you think of someone like being overly obsessed with you yeah and i guess she was overly obsessed in the way of like wanting her to fail so much but it just it really doesn't make any sense yeah anything else you want to talk about about this movie would you recommend it i would not recommend this movie at all it was such a bad movie like i've seen some really shitty lifetime movies that are better than this movie because i mean every mom watches lifetime and my mom was obsessed with lifetime yeah i know yeah. not your mom but me you're obsessed with lifetime <laughs> me yes you in general yeah. so every mom <laughs> said to me i was obsessed with lifetime but no i don't recommend this movie at all and if this 
episode is really short. This is what you guys asked for, so... Yeah, you guys asked for literally 15-minute episodes because I have to cut out basically every part of this that we're not talking. So this will be probably the only one that we record like this until we get feedback from this episode because, personally, I would rather do it the way that we have already done it. Because it's just, like, it's more... For us, it's more entertaining that way because it's just, like, we have more to talk about. Yeah, like, I don't... I mean, I like the conversation that comes from actually watching the movie, and it sticks in my mind more Mm -hmm. about, like, what the movie's about, and I don't want to have to watch the movie and then have to be, like, taking notes during it, and that's not what we did this time. We watched this movie, like, two weeks ago, and then last night, Azriella spent, like, an hour, how long did you spend? Like, an hour. Writing down and watching, like, re-watching the movie. She was, like, writing down key points from the movie, and personally that's just not what we want to do yeah i just think like when we're actually watching the movie together we have a lot more chemistry with each other like this like yeah like okay so like we're best friends when we're watching the movie together like we just fuck around and and make jokes about the movie that we're watching yeah rather than like just this like we remember the movie but like and rather than feel like it's scripted yeah because it this feels scripted yeah it doesn't feel as like authentic it doesn't (laughs) or fun for us Also, some people suggested that, like, we do other stuff, like, during the podcast. Yeah, like, uh, her little sister suggested that we do, like, movie trivia, which that sounds fun. It does sound fun. You guys, that would be a cute little segment that we would do. Somebody else said that they would like to see us do a TV show. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Someone said that they wanted to see us watch a TV show. And if that's something you guys want, like, let us know. And we also have our Instagram and uh, Twitter up. So, our Twitter is uh, BitchesPod. But it, is it B-I-T-C-H? Yeah. Okay. Our Twitter is BitchesPod with a capital B. Yeah. And then our um, Instagram is uh, MovieBitchesPodcast. So, go follow us there and we'll be updating you guys on everything. And we'll put, we'll be putting polls up on like what you guys want us like to talk about during like the movies that we're going to watch. Or, like, the shows we're going to watch, what questions you have, like, you want us to answer. And please actually respond to those Instagram uh, polls and stuff because it actually does help us a lot. Um, and if you guys don't respond, then we don't know what you guys want. Yeah, so then we'll just, like, talk about whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> just let us know. Um, let's quickly just say that we watched 47 minutes of the movie Coffee and Kareem. Ugh. And I'm only talking about this here because we're not about to do a full separate episode for it. From the beginning, we did not want to watch it. And it just it wasn't our type of movie. No, it's not our type of movie. But we were like, okay, well, we're going to watch, you know, like every movie regardless of how bad it is. Because, you know, we watched this one, Pretty Little Stalker, and that one was bad. But Coffee and Cream was literally i think the worst movie i've ever had to sit 45 minutes through and there was still like 50 minutes left yeah you guys it was like a pretty long movie for us to have to sit there and talk but it was so annoying like it honestly was like every three words the kareem which is like the 12 year old boy was complaining or talking shit or being like racist towards her mom's boyfriend and it was like we didn't want to hear it Also, I felt like the movie in general was just a really bad representation of, like, the black community. Because, like, they just showed that, like... The drug dealer and the Yeah, the drug dealers and, like, their murderers and stuff like that. And it's just, like, that's just not 
right. It's it's not yeah. okay. And then the lady cop was like sexually harassing, I would say, coffee. Like and being like blatantly really awful towards him. Like, yeah. She kept slapping his ass and calling him a little bitch and it's like that that wouldn't be tolerated if that was a man doing that to a woman. I so mean, it would, shouldn't be tolerated if a woman's doing that to a man. I mean, I would hope that it wouldn't be tolerated. Yeah. But we all know that cops can be scumbags. Honestly. But it just was like, it was really uncomfortable to watch this movie. I just, I, I, we're not going to watch the rest of that because like we can't. We had 50 minutes worth of recording yeah. for this movie and we decided that we weren't going to release it and we're not going to talk about it further than this podcast because the entire episode. like episode was just us feeling like what the fuck like why is this like, happening this what's movie going sucks on ass like can we please stop it that's pretty low stalker and coffee and cream we do not recommend either one of those movies coffee and cream got a zero out of ten for me yeah definitely me too we're but not movie critics or anything but i'm just saying we just watch a lot of movies and we both have an i well i have an iphone so what's that supposed to mean that's why we started this podcast oh yeah i just meant I'm just rating them based on my opinion. Yeah, if you guys want to watch those movies, you do you. You go ahead, but I would suggest you take our recommendations and you don't do it. Mm-hmm. But also, you guys, listen, regardless of if we do the podcast this way or if we do the podcast the original way, we're still giving spoilers. Like, we're still going to tell you what's be- happening in the movie. Beginning, middle, and end. And- so if that's what you want, then this is not the podcast for you. Yeah, and you either listen to us or you don't so if you don't like this then sorry but also i was high key thinking about starting a second podcast but what about everything the everything everything podcast oh yeah the everything everything podcast and i think that if this one flops because you guys don't like it i think that we'll just do the everything everything podcast and there will be a mini series where we watch movies yes (laughs) i've been wanting to talk about murder too I know. I feel like we kind of boxed ourselves in with <laughs> this podcast. Yeah. That's because, like, when we first wanted to do podcasts, we wanted to do, like... True crime. True crime, yeah. True crime Because we um, both listened to, like, a bunch of true crime podcasts. Yeah. But we also felt like it's been done so much that we felt bad repeating what everybody else was already saying. But I was thinking that if we do something like that, we should do missing persons. We should do missing persons. Because there's so many cases that nobody works on. Yeah. And, like, we could put multiple into one. So if you guys think that that's a good idea, then please email us at moviebitches, but it's B-X-T-C-H-E-S. At gmail.com. Please just let us know. Um, We'll put all of this information into the description. So just let us know. And I guess that's for now, unless you have anything else to say. No. Okay. Well, stay safe during the quarantine, guys. And please listen to our podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. This was Movie Bitches. Pretty Little Stalker and Coffee and Kareem. We hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, but high key, don't know if you did. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye.